What is up, Galaxians? Welcome to another episode of Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips. If you are new to the channel, my name is Ryan, and I am a full-time reseller working out of my home here in the Batcave in the greater Cincinnati area, and this channel is all about the flip life. In today's episode, we're going to put the CDs back in Galaxy CDs, but first, I want to welcome all of the new subscribers and give a huge shout out to my buddy, uh, John, over at Cincinnati Picker, who gave this channel a uh, shout out and said some very nice things about it and about me and uh, led many of you over here over the last few days. So welcome to all of you and thank you, John, for the kind words. Uh, hopefully I can live up to that. And we're going to put that to the test right away because I just bought 8,000 CDs. There'll be a clip playing up here of what my garage currently looks like. And of course, the, the question, the topic of the video, the title, would you buy 8,000 CDs for your reselling business? Now, I can think of a lot of good reasons why you might say no. And I'm going to do a, a much deeper dive into media buying and reselling in my podcast next week. Um, but I wanted to talk real quickly about this huge haul um, just to give you a sense of what I did. So... Clearly, there are any number of reasons why you would say no. You don't sell media. You don't enjoy media. One of the beauties of reselling is that you can kind of specialize in things that you like and things that you know. I know when I go out picking, I pass up opportunities all the time um, that are just in merchandise categories that I just have no interest in. So that's part of the business. You make a decision about what you want to sell and what you just don't have an interest in. So if you're not interested in media, you probably would not buy 8,000 CDs. If you don't have any room to store them, I'm fortunate. Um, I've got a two-car garage and a nice long driveway that I can put my cars in and use my garage for this. So that's where they're at, along with probably 2,500 books that I have yet to list. Um, I told somebody yesterday after I made this buy that this, this is my hedge against a potential shutdown of garage sales and estate sales as COVID-19 spikes once again. You're starting to see some businesses be shut down in various parts of the country. So I made a decision that if I could do one or two more really big buys quickly, um, I would probably go ahead and take them so that I have some stuff to work with in the event that estate and garage sales get shut down. So that was part of the factor um, that went into this. Another thing, if you're if you're part-time or if you don't have a store and you don't have the ability to do thousands of listings fairly inexpensively, you might not mess with an 8,000-piece buy. Now, there is some talk that eBay is reevaluating what they're going to do with listing fees. As you're probably aware, they've been giving everyone 50,000 free listings a month for several months, and that's due to end at the end of July. But there's been some talk um, that there's a possibility that they may change how they're handling listing fees. So that remains to be seen. The, uh, the, the guys at Pure Hustle Podcast talked about this, not in their last episode, but I think in the previous one. They were on a call with some, some folks from eBay, and that topic came up, and um, the people at eBay said, stay tuned. So we'll see. Um, personally, I think... They've probably seen that, and 
as a reseller, we already know this to be true. If you list more stuff, you sell more stuff. And they've probably seen that taking the listing fees away has allowed sellers to list more stuff. And eBay's sales have, of course, also gone up. So I would not be at all surprised to see some sort of an adjustment on how they handle listing fees, um, which would be fantastic. So those are some some good reasons why you would not buy 8,000 CDs. Um, thinking that they won't sell probably should not be one of them. Um, and again, I'm going to go into a deeper dive on just media in general in my podcast next week. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but CDs do sell. I've got a relatively small number of them listed now. Several hundred, I'd say small number, but it's a it's a fairly substantial number by what most sellers would go by. But I sell two or three CDs a day, and I expect that number, obviously, to jump substantially with this buy. So without getting into all the, the details of media, I want to talk a little bit about how this purchase came about. So you may remember, if you watched my last video, or actually it was probably two videos ago, I mentioned that this buy might be happening. And essentially the scenario is I went to the local vinyl shop, the little record store here in town. This is back pre-pandemic. So this is late February, early March. And I left my card and I said, I, I know you guys don't do CDs. I used to own Galaxy CDs, the record store, and I still do CDs. So if you get a customer that comes in that has you know, a collection that they're trying to sell and you're not interested in buying it, give them my information and I'd be happy to go take a look for them. And I didn't hear anything from anybody for months. And then out of the blue, last week, uh, Bill at uh, Main Street Vinyl gave me a call and said, hey, I just got your note. I've got a couple thousand CDs that I might be interested in selling. I'm like, sure, I'll come down maybe early next week and take a look at them. I had just done a big purchase of DVDs and books. So I wanted to kind of wade through some of that. And for those of you who have been watching for a while, you'll notice behind me, those books, they're gone. I've cleaned up my workspace. Um, they're actually out in my garage. I sorted everything for my upcoming July 5th um, in-person driveway sale, my book blowout, everything's a dollar. So if, again, if you're local to the area, um, be on the lookout for that. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. So I got through all that and I went down to see these CDs and I walk into the space where he's got them stored. And it was immediately obvious to me that it was more than a couple thousand. Um, my rough guess just right off the rip when I looked at it was that there were probably 50 boxes and you can see from, again, from the video plan, it's U-Haul moving boxes and big document storage boxes and having owned a record store and stored and moved merchandise on a couple of occasions, I had a pretty good idea that those boxes should be anywhere from maybe a hundred to 150 pieces if they were full. And like I said, they're rough count ballpark, there were probably 50 of them. It turned out there were 54. So I'm thinking minimum, there's probably 6,000 CDs here. It turned out when I got them home, my best guesstimate, I didn't count all of them. I randomly counted a couple of boxes to get an idea what I thought was there and then kind of extrapolated from that. And it's, I'm going to be within probably two or 300 one way or the other of 8,000. So 
I had a number in my head, and I mentioned in the video last week that on a, on a buy that size, I'd ideally like to be at about 10 cents a disc. On a bulk buy, I've paid as much as 35 cents a disc for CDs. That's really kind of at the top end of what I would want to do. If they were all new, it might be different, but for most collections, most of them are used. So in my head, when he said, I've got a couple thousand, I'm mentally in that range of somewhere between 200 and maybe $700 for this buy. And I walk in there and I see how big this collection actually is. And now I'm thinking, gosh, now I'm probably more in the 600 to maybe as much as $2,100 for this collection, which is a substantial investment. So I start opening up some of the boxes and looking in them and it's pretty good stuff. Um, older, which is helpful. Um, and it's all stuff from an independent record store. Essentially what happened in this particular case was when he was getting ready to open his record store, he bought out another record store that had closed up. But part of the deal was to get the vinyl, he had to take these CDs. So he's had these things in boxes for a long time. My best guess, just based on my sampling of the stuff, um, there's probably nothing there newer than 2005, which works to my advantage because the older it is, the less likely it is to be readily available. And because they came from an independent record store, there's a lot of more obscure stuff that is now long out of print. The other thing that I discovered was that probably 25 to 35% of it is new and sealed which of course also greatly improves the value. So now I've got this new number in my head and I asked the guy again, I'm like, how many CDs do you think are really here? And he's like, you know, I haven't counted them, but it's, I think it's a couple thousand. And I, I know just from looking at it, it's way more than that, but I'm going to negotiate based on his number. So I just said, what, what are you thinking? What, you know, what would you want for this whole collection? And he's, the, the space that they're in is an old storefront that is in massive state of disrepair that the owner of the building is getting ready to renovate. And he's got to get them out of there. He says, I got to move them. I, I'm not going to sell them in my store. I don't have room to store them. I don't have another storage space. I really just need to get rid of them. If you're interested, I'll sell them to you for $300. And I'm like, let me go to the bank and get some money. <laughs> Uh, cause that at worst case is going to be five or six cents a CD. And I know there's stuff in there that's, it will very quickly repay. So I spent the next three hours, I made three trips hauling the stuff from his storage location to my house. And now I have a garage full of 8,000 CDs. Um, if you're into older music, uh, keep an eye on my store. I'm going to start listing today. And I'll go in again. I'm going to do a podcast on how I handle a collection this size this coming weekend. So be on the lookout for that. I'll go into a lot of detail about what I'm going to do with this lot. But there will be some listings going up today. There's all kinds of old blues, uh, classical, lots of old punk and ska and rock. So it's a really, really nice collection. And I'm excited to get it, get it listed. So knowing all of that. Space issues notwithstanding, would you buy 8,000 CDs for your reselling business? 
Let me know in the comments what you think about that, what you think about my buy. If you think it's a crazy buy, go ahead and let me know. But I just think for 300 bucks, it was impossible to pass up. Um, it won't take but probably 30 or 40 sales out of 8,000 pieces to make my money back. I just felt like it was a can't lose. So let me know what you think of that buy um, down in the comments. Again, welcome to all of the new visitors and a special shout out to the OG28. Um, when I recorded my podcast last week, I was talking about the fact that I only had 28 subscribers. And literally before I got that podcast posted, a lot of you new folks had come over and I had well over 100. And it's just, it's been really fun to see. Um, but a special shout out to my OG28. You guys will always have a special place in my heart. <laughs> um, thanks for stopping by. As always, um, I appreciate you coming here. If this is the kind of content that you like, do me a favor and whack that thumbs up button. Uh, feel free to subscribe, click the bell notification icon so you get notified every time I do a new video. And with that, it's time to sell. Thanks, guys.